Nashville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good morning, I'm Preston Hayes. Gators softball takes the field tonight against Jacksonville University. The Gators look to continue their strong start to the season, going 3-0, outscoring opponents 41-2 over the weekend. Coverage of the game starts here at 545. In high school hoops, the girls started regional finals today with some notable games being Newberry vs. Hawthorne and Wildwood vs. Trenton in Class 1A. The Tampa Bay Lightning take on the Colorado Avalanche. The Lightning are looking to continue their two-game win streak. Puck drops at 9. In the NBA, the Orlando Magic travel to Toronto to take on the Raptors. The Magic are coming off a much-needed 100-91 win against the Chicago Bulls last night. Game time is at 7.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Preston Hayes. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka does a lot of really, really nice work. And if you want to know more about it, maybe don't know exactly what it does, well, just Google Boys Ranch Palatka and you'll see what they do. You'll find out about the good work that they do. And here is the other thing. This is sustained by your donations. As a lot of people, Gator Nation's helped out. Others not in Gator Nation as well. And the Road Heaver Boys Ranch thanks you for that. Again, your donated vehicles, just about any kind of vehicle, a car, a truck, uh, an SUV, a bike, uh, anything, uh, SUV, boat, they'll take it. These kids learn real-life skills because they fix the vehicles up, then they resell them. And remember, your donations are totally tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping this really great cause. Again, Google Boys Ranch Palaka to find out more or go to rbr.org. That's rbr.org. Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family-owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. The big screen, big screen. the atmospheric lighting. lighting, the unbelievable sound. There's only one place you could be. Uh, yeah, um, at my house. Oh, yes, very nice. Get the home theater you have always dreamed of. Electronics World in Gainesville. Visit electronicsworld.net for more information. Finding security is a tricky thing. It's one part minimizing risk in all facets of life, and one part that fluffy blankie you had when you were three. 
And since Radiant Credit Union can't get into Grandma's attic to find Mr. Snuggles, we can help secure your financial future with our adjustable rate certificates. Let us secure your savings with rates starting at 4.93% APY for 12 months. Visit RadiantCU.org forward slash secure. 12-month certificate requires $1,000 minimum balance to open account, $10,000 balance to earn APY. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-932-8603 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-932-8603. That's 800-932-8603. What do you have to lose? Call 800-932-8603. Again, 800-932-8603. The WRUF Radio App, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Mark Dukes will talk Ole Miss basketball with you at the bottom of the hour. We'll take a call. Martha's up. Martha, hello. Hi, Steve. Nice to talk to you again. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know from the past that I am one of those real, real Gator fans. Uh, I don't understand what good it does to turn around and not back up your Gators and follow them and be on their side and encourage them, especially if you talk to any of the players, give that encouragement and let them know that there's always a tomorrow. And we have to remember that it takes three to four years for a coach to do what Billy Donovan did. It takes that long. It took him that long. You just don't get famous overnight. So I'm, I'm a true believer that when you stand tall, you work tall. And another thing that's bothering me now is that portal. That portal has caused such a fruit basket turnover that it's heartbreaking because it's tying the hands also of the coaches with this portal. So that's where I stand, and I hope that if you are a true Gator fan, you will always back up your Gators, no matter what sport it is. Look, I, I have been doing this since my grown-up children now were babies, and I have followed them, and I've never turned against my Gators. And I want all of you out there listening to me to do the same. Be that true Gator so that when you're out talking to a Florida State fan or a different fan, a Miami fan, They'll know that you are the real Gator, no matter if they're ahead or behind. All right. All right, Martha, I appreciate your call. Thank you. 
3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Yeah, uh, I just, when, when Coach Spurrier had his street dedication the other night, um, I ran into an old friend who point blank said to me, after 37 years, I'm giving up my tickets. And the reason? The portal. That was the reason. Doesn't like it. Doesn't think it's, you know, very good. Um, and therefore, not going to. And, and she is not the first to tell me that. By the way, I mentioned um, Todd Munkin leaving. Miami in the market for a new offensive coordinator. Uh, apparently, Shannon Dawson will complete Coach Cristobal's staff. Uh, he is from Houston. He was with Dana Holgerson there, also with him at West Virginia. And Charlie Strong, uh, no longer with the Miami staff because he was passed over for the defensive coordinator job. And I mentioned earlier that uh, Andy Ludwig, who does a very nice job as the offensive coordinator at Utah, is staying there uh, even though he did interview with Notre Dame. So Florida will again face him uh, when the season rolls around. Uh, if you saw, if you went to the, the uh, ESPN website today, great column, and let me give Dan Murphy credit for it, because it's yet another skirmish with the NCAA and student-athletes, okay? It's something that's gone a little bit under the radar. Um, this is in front of the U.S. Court of Appeals. The case, you can Google it, is Johnson versus the NCAA. Here's what they argue. These athletes are saying that when they played, they should have been paid an hourly wage, an hourly wage, like other student workers that worked on campus. The NCAA counters that by saying, it is a unique business and that the normal rules when, again, this is all has to do with what an employee is. So the NCA is saying the normal rules that say what an employee is doesn't apply, doesn't make sense for college athletes. Well, this appellate court will decide whether or not uh, the standard test for employee status should be applied to college athletes and then, by extension, to their schools. If the NCAA loses this and athletes are then categorized to be employees, well, you have a whole... Pandora's box opening up again. Because this case basically says that 
college athletes do fit the definition of an employee. The bigger issue here is that for all these years, they've been denied rights protected by the Fair Labor Standards Act, and that includes making a minimum hourly wage and maybe most importantly, overtime pay. Athletes want the same. If I'm an athlete, I want the same rights that Sean has, right? He can, he can take tickets. He can work at the concession. He can do whatever he wants to do, right? So now that's going to be the next thing. And believe me, there are so many more things that are on the docket here that it'll take, in my opinion, years to sort out. Two other groups are also fighting for employee status with the National Labor Relations Board. If that is successful, and this is the one I think is going to happen, it will lead to the ability for college athletes to form unions and collectively bargain. In my humble opinion, now you know, if you listen long enough, you know my attorneys are Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe. But I think this is going to happen. And if it does, you talk about a Pandora's box opening up, wow. Well, the box we're going to open up now is Ole Miss basketball. Mark Dukes will join us next, 1227. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. There's this uh, one physician that I admire a lot and trust with my life, and they referred me to Dr. Art. But you know, I had to invest in myself, my confidence with my smile now, and, you know, it's just made the world a difference to me. So much. It's just so well worth the investment I made here. Dr. Art has an amazing um, technique. Um, bedside manners are just amazing, makes you feel relaxed. Like, you know, you're part of the family, and that's, I want an exceptional work. Um, that's why I came to exceptional. In exceptional dentistry, it's all about the trust and the confidence that the patient can have with the, with the team here. Love Dr. Art. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. When was the last time you had a truly awesome nursery experience? A nursery and garden center with a huge selection and friendly expert advice. We're talking about Quality Green specialists in Deland. At Quality Green, we have your favorite plants, fruit trees, flowers, vegetables, and herbs. Plus, with our 8011 fertilizer, organic azomite, and composted soil, your garden will look its very best. Great plants, sustainable products, friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, Deland, and online at QualityGreenSpecialist.com. 
It's Valentine's Day and Floral Expressions Florist has everything you need to find the special gifts they'll love. Choose from roses, mixed bouquets or plants, balloons and chocolates, plus beautiful gift baskets, scented candles, and adorable plush animals. Floral Expressions delivers too. It's so easy. Order now. Visit FloralExpressionsFlorist.com or call 352-375-1234. That's 375-1234. Floral Expressions Florist in Gainesville. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Today, high pressure will build nearby. That means sunny skies and mild high temperatures. Climbing into the mid-70s will start out mostly clear early tonight, then patchy fog tomorrow morning. Milder lows tomorrow in the lower 50s. Tomorrow and Thursday, turning even warmer, highs near 80. By Friday, another front should approach, and that'll give us a chance for storms. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. If you look at any quarterback who ever lived through his first five seasons, he's chasing Montana and then Brady if he ever gets there. But right now, I don't see anyone through five seasons who's done what Mahomes has done. And in fact, even if you take it for its career, if you combine the level of play with the team's success, I don't really have anyone ahead of him other than Brady and, and Montana. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We are your home for Florida Gators softball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, Sully, thank you. We'll be seeing him shortly. We'll be hearing from him here, uh, I hope, on Thursday. Well, right now, uh, Gator men's basketball trying to get back on the winning track, and they're playing a team that's also trying to get back on the winning track in the Ole Miss Rebels. Here, part of the broadcast team for the Rebels, Mark Dukes joining us. Mark, welcome. Good to have you again. Great to be here. Thank you. It's been a tough year for Ole Miss, Mark. Um, you know, I, and I know you know you'd like to have more wins, but if a Gator fan is going to watch this team tomorrow, tell me what's gone right, what's gone wrong so far with this team. Well, you know, it, it's really pretty simple. It, it, it boils down to making shots, and we've uh, won two SEC games, but there are four games that we lost that we led most of the game. Tennessee, at Vandy, at Georgia, and South Carolina last Saturday and cannot finish the game. We made two field goals that mattered in the last three and a half minutes Saturday against South Carolina after having led the whole game. And it's just a matter of finishing games uh, and guards making shots. That's uh, That's been the problem all year. And then secondly, another problem we have is big guys, the bigs the post players, undersized, and have really had a problem defending the good inside guys like we're going to have to do tomorrow with with uh, Castleton, who I think is one of the best in the SEC at what he does. He's a you know great passer, great scorer in the post, and obviously he has just been dominant against us as far as blocking shots. I think he had seven blocks in one game. And he just protects that rim really well. So that's going to be a big problem in the paint. 
Kermit Davis, I think, is a terrific coach, and I'm sure he's tried, you know, different things here. Uh, have there been lineup changes? Have you stuck with the same guys? How's that worked? We have had more lineup changes, <laughs> more different starting lineups than anyone in the SEC as of last week. Now, I don't know if that's changed because we did start a different lineup Saturday, so I, I'm thinking we're probably still in the lead for, yes, he's tried uh, – Different combinations. Um, you know, we lost we lost to Sean Ruff in a, for the rest of the year a couple weeks ago, who was uh, supposed to be one of our top returners. A McDonald's All-American towards ACL last year and really never recovered from it and has taken off the rest of the year to try to heal. And then Matthew Morell, our leading scorer, has been out three games. Uh, he's back, obviously, now, but missed three games a couple weeks ago. And uh, so... Yeah, it's been it's been a a ton of lineup changes and a ton of people trying to find the right combo. You know, you look at what Coach Davis has done. I'm a big fan of his. Are the kids still playing hard? Is the effort there? That is one thing you got to give them credit for. They are playing really hard every game. I mean, there's not been. I mean, there may be a spot or two in some games where where you know you kind of had a little bit of a letdown, but. Over the course of this SEC, when things have really gone bad, they come out every night ready to play and giving great effort. And, you know, that's all about coaching. If you get got a guy that can keep a team playing really hard when they're 2-10 and 10 in the SEC, there's a lot to be said for that. Um, look, I don't care. I'm not asking this in a, a terrible way here, Mark, but, you know, when coaches don't win, you know, some people get uh, nervous or upset or whatever that is. Uh, what's what's the Ole Miss fan base here in relation to Coach Davis? Well, you know, it hasn't been really good lately, just to be honest with you. Um, there's a lot of grumbling, which you would expect, you know, when you're 2-10 in the SEC and, and things aren't going well. And, uh, you know, Keith Carter, our AD, has made the statement that, you know, he's going to address all – this at the end of the year, which is what you're supposed to do as an AD. And, of course, Keith Carter's made some great hires since he's been AD with Elaine Kiffin and Coach Yolette McHugh and Coach Yo, the women's coaches, turned that program around. He's able to keep Coach Mike Bianco at, at, in baseball and obviously won a national championship. So I know what he's going to do is going to be right, and it's going to be the right decision for Ole Miss and completely trust Keith Carter as AD. Mark, you would think with Ole Miss's scoring troubles, they've got to keep this game in the 60s. Is that an accurate statement to make? Absolutely it is. Um, you know, we put up 61 against South Carolina Saturday. Um, just had a terrible last eight minutes of the game or so. And, and yes, to be honest with you, there's, there's no way that this thing gets in the 70s. Um, it's going to be bad for Ole Miss, no doubt. You know, when you look at some of the players in the team, they, to your point, they seem to be in games and then late don't really have a go-to guy. Don't re- Has that been the case all year long? Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, you know, Matthew Morrell uh, was the guy that and, – and Deshaun Ruffin, who is no longer playing – were the two guys that you think are the go-to guys late. Now, Matthew Morell has been struggling shooting the basketball. I mean, he's shooting less than 30% uh, 
from the three-point line, which is supposed to be his strength. And he's had some big games where he shot it well, but consistently over the SEC season, he has struggled from the three-point line. And uh, so you think he's the go-to guy, and and he has been the go-to guy. He's the guy that's taken the big shots late in the games. Unfortunately, he hadn't made a lot of them. So you hope that turns. He's capable of just having a monster game. He's one of those kind of guys that can get 35 if he if he gets off and gets to feeling it and gets to going good. And hopefully that's going to happen here soon. How deep does Coach go with his bench? Well, you know, I, I was looking at your you guys and your depth and then our depth and we go eight or nine guys right now. He's playing eight or nine, and, and I think you guys are doing the same thing. Uh, we've had some problems, uh, like, for instance, Saturday. South Carolina, the, the starting group, really playing well. Time comes that they have to rest a couple of guys here and there, and, and, and all of a sudden the game kind of turns. So bench scoring as of late has been a problem. Final thing. Um, if – I guess we discussed this a little bit, but the portal, has it been kind to Ole Miss? Has it hurt Ole Miss, or has it not been a factor at all, Mark? Well, I think this year it, um, the fact is that maybe the portal has hurt as far as the inside guys. The two two inside guys that we took in the portal uh, have not, produced as expected is the best way I could put that. And and that's been the big one of our big problems defensively is defending in the paint. And uh, so I, I would have to answer that question to say it has not been good this year for Ole Miss. Okay. Mark, I appreciate you coming on, letting Gator fans know about your team. And uh, we'll see what happens here tomorrow night in the O'Connell Center with Ole Miss coming to town. Thank you for your time. Thank you. You got it, Mark. Mark Dukes. Uh, with Ole Miss basketball. You're just telling his voice. That's, let me tell you, it's not easy. It's not easy when you're going the way they're going. It's not easy at all. And I do think you will see an Ole Miss team that will play hard. But they just don't score much they just don't and that's why when you look at this game Castleton should have a big night if he doesn't score 20 something's wrong because I think there's a huge advantage inside so we'll see Um, and you know here's another thing about transfer portal the ACC, I think I'm right in this. The ACC player of the week last week was Tyree Appleby. Sometimes a change of scenery, a change of philosophy can change you around. Does it mean that, you know, that, that he wasn't utilized properly here? I mean, maybe. But... I don't know. I mean, certainly they're utilizing Castleton, right? Florida just Florida and Ole Miss are very similar in in this respect. 
Most times they play hard, but they don't, except for Castleton, they don't have a go-to, especially at the guard, but they don't have a, they don't have a second reliable score. I think Kugel, when he matures and plays more basketball, is going to be very nice. Fudge has been sort of inconsistent and hurt. So, you know, I think that's just, that's part of the problem. Uh, Tim emails. Steve, unfortunately, you're in one of those lull periods here where it's before spring football. The basketball team isn't doing well. The women's team isn't doing well. And softball and baseball are just getting started. The bottom line is, you mentioned it yesterday, when basketball and football don't do well, it seems to drag everything else down. Do you agree? If you let it, go watch gymnastics. They're good. Okay? I didn't realize this. If you take SEC crowns for granted, Florida swimming is in the SEC championship starting today. That's the Texas A&M. Florida men are trying for their 11th straight SEC championship. Think of that. And nobody knows that. Nobody even knows that unless you're into that sport. And I get it, right? It's not a marquee sport. But talk about dominance at least at the SEC level, pretty good. I mean, 10 straight in a league is hard. I don't care if you're playing marbles, it's hard to win 10 times in a league. And they've done that. So give them a lot of credit for that. Next hour, by the way, we're going to have a busy hour. Cornelius Ingram's going to be here because his girls' basketball team is in the playoffs. Newberry's coach, Damian Hughes, will be here. His team is in the playoffs. Uh, Glenn Banks, Santa Fe High School, his team is in the state basketball playoffs. Botterick Johnson, his PK Young team, is in the state playoffs. Tomorrow, Shane Matthews here. We'll talk a little XFL as that season's getting ready to crank up this weekend. Hopefully, Coach McMillan from Charleston Southern will talk his baseball team. They got a lot of new faces on that team. A lot. I'm not even sure he recognizes his team, but he'll tell you more about it tomorrow. Uh, and then Gator football player David Connor will also hopefully be joining us tomorrow. That's all coming up on Sports Scene. Uh, it is 12:43. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Zach Weiss. Gators softball takes the field today as they battle the Jacksonville Dolphins on the road at 6. Catch coverage of that game right here starting at 545. In other Gator sports, men's and women's swimming and diving will be competing all day today through Saturday in the SEC championships which are located in College Station. Tomorrow, Gator men's basketball will host Ole Miss at 6.30 as they look to bounce back from a loss to Vanderbilt and break what has now become a three-game losing streak. At the high school level, there's a couple of girls' basketball regional matchups tonight, including Trenton vs. Wildwood and Gainesville vs. Lando Lakes. 
That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Zach Weiss. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. God Christ. Folks, the good people at Southeast Car Agency at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue invite you to come to their place of business and check out their vehicles. But remember, if you're looking for a new one, don't have them. They have the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. They've been providing you this great alternative for over 40 years. And may I add, 40 productive and successful years. Just drive around town Look at the car in front of you or next to you. There's a really good chance you're going to see a car with a Southeast Car Agency tag, just like mine. You know this. I don't endorse anything I don't believe in or use, and I've driven Southeast Car Agency vehicles for a long time. Check them out online, secars.com, or as I mentioned, go see them at Northeast 39th Avenue. Test drive the vehicles. Their sales staff is there to help and answer any questions you might have. When you go see them, you know what to do. Tell them Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. Chronic joint pain but want to avoid steroids and surgery? Take some advice from pro football legend Emmett Smith. Call QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life with biologic therapies that get your body to repair and restore damaged tissue. These exciting new regenerative treatments from local medical professionals can help your body heal itself with lasting pain relief. Trust me, you want to avoid surgery if you can. Check out these biologic treatments to see what your options are. QC Kinetics, restorative, regenerative solutions with no downtime, no surgery, no drugs. I'm talking about joint pain we all can relate to in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, and your lower back. They'll get you feeling good again. Get relief now. What are you waiting on? Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for fans of the Gators and great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half-off handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch buffet and bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys every Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 3. That's right, a brunch buffet every Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 3. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation. Well, I finally done it. It took a little while, but I switched. PXG. Got more distance, more forgiveness, and the quality of the materials is second to none. If you're looking to get a performance out of your golf clubs, you should try a fitting with PXG. Fantastic hands-on, and they compare your current setup to their equipment and show you exactly what you need and what you'll gain by stepping up to PXG. Visit pxg.com or call 844-PLAY-PXG or go to a PXG store near you to schedule a fitting. And tell them I sent you. Well, I finally done it. It took a little while, but I switched. PXG got more distance, more forgiveness, and the quality of the materials is second to none. If you're looking to get a performance out of your golf clubs, you should try a fitting with PXG. Fantastic hands-on, and they compare your current setup to their equipment and show you exactly what you need and what you'll gain by stepping up to PXG. Visit pxg.com or call 844-PLAY-PXG or go to a PXG store near you to schedule a fitting. And tell them I sent you. We're proud to be your home for Gators basketball. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN. 
ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Essentially, it's me with a monologue today. Uh, let me give you some of the new things you will see in college baseball this year when you go watch the Gators play. Um, there will be game clock initiatives for conference games. Between batters, a 30-second timer between hitters will start at the conclusion of a prior play. And the batter shall be alert to the pitcher with 10 seconds or more remaining, and the pitcher has to begin the motion to deliver the first pitch of the at-bat prior to the expiration of the 30-second clock. There's going to be a clock in place. There's going to be a mound visit clock. So Kevin O'Sullivan goes out, talks to his pitcher. A 30-second timer on a mound visit begins when a coach exits the dugout when a defensive player leaves a position to visit the pitcher's mound. Unless there's a pitching change, the coach or the player has to leave the mound before the timer expires. Now, the mound visit clock shall not operate when a doctor or trainer accompanies a coach. Now, can you see that? Can you, the coach make, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm being a conspiracy theorist here, okay? I'm giving a signal to my pitcher. Hold your arm. So all of a sudden he throws and he grabs his arm. Well, now i got to bring the trainer out. Right? Well, that doesn't apply here. Well, the trainer and the coach can come out. The coach might use that as a visit. I'm just, if you want to get around this, I'm just saying that's – but we'll see what happens with that. Um, and then when the 30-second clock ends – the 20-second NCAA pitch clock begins. There's also a pitching change clock now. Two minutes and 30 seconds. It'll begin when a new pitcher, either at the start of an inning or as part of an inning uh, pitching change, crosses the warning track in the outfield, okay? Or otherwise leaves the bullpen area at the bullpens on the playing field. So in other words, sometimes they have it like on the, on the side. Um, if the, or when the clock expires, that 20-second pitch clock begins, right? Also in conference games, a 10-run rule is going to be implemented, okay? A game will be stopped after seven innings if a team's ahead by 10 runs, and this is according to the NCAA playing rules. It'll be utilized for all non-conference games with the consent of the coach of the non-conference team. So let's say you got this weekend, right? You have a, a team that's not a conference team, but if the coaches agree there'll be a 10-run rule after seven, that will be implemented. If the coach doesn't consent, the game will be played in its entire. It could be 34 to 1. I can't imagine many coaches would want that. But anyway, also, I've sat through many of these. 
inclement weather. Okay? If it if there's bad weather in the final game of a conference series on Sunday when the visiting team doesn't have classes on the following day. Okay? If a visiting team's school doesn't have classes the following day, general curfew policies will be waived, which means no game can start after 10 p.m. local time or resume after midnight. So let's just say Sean's coaching Vanderbilt, and Vanderbilt comes in here and it's raining, okay? And they don't have class the next day. Now, I can't imagine they wouldn't have class on a Monday, but maybe they don't, okay? So then you could actually resume that game up until 10 o'clock. And then, then the question becomes how long does it go? But if without a curfew, without having to go to class, the thought process is you stay overnight, you fly out the next day. So those are some of the things that are going to change in baseball this year. William says, you gave me the opening. Incredible how mismanaged Appleby and Noah Locke were when they were here. Well, Noah Locke didn't do a lot when he transferred, I don't think, if my memory serves me right. Uh, Steve Forbes can coach at Wake. We've not had that here since Billy. I really want Todd Golden to work. I still don't know today if he can or if he can recruit. Next year we should know a lot more. Needless to say, can't wait till baseball between basketball and football together. This has been the toughest season in my 30 as a Gator fan. If I had a nickel for every time I've heard that, I could build a Taj Mahal. I, boy, that's what happens when, even though other sports do great, right? When the two big ones, and especially together, don't, you know, if, if football struggled and basketball, okay, if basketball struggled, but football, but when they both struggle by whatever measuring stick there is, that's a bummer to a lot of people. And I understand. I'm glad I have interviews next hour. Uh, let's see here. But I do have some emails to close out the, the, the hour here at least. Sam has actually a good question. Uh, he says, Steve, is Florida, am I right in that Florida is ranked in the top 10 and isn't picked to win the SEC East? That's correct. Tennessee is by the coaches. Florida's picked to finish second. And how about this? Mississippi State, who won it all two years ago, picked to finish last in the SEC West. That's how fast it could go. Ole Miss won it all last year, got hot at the right time. I think they picked to finish fourth in the West. So, you know, the transfer portal, a lot of different things change the dynamic. But it's going to be at least on paper, as it usually is, a very, very productive league. John, you've been doing games for a long time. 
When was actually the first game you broadcast? Okay. Sean's got to close his... can't hear this because I'm going to give away my age here by doing this. 1976. I was a student. First game. And over the summer, uh, I think it was two years ago, because it was slow, like it is now, I played some of those play-by-plays that were done all those years ago. And it's cringeworthy. But, you know, hopefully you've gotten better, right, from when you were that age to now. But it was an absolute blast as a student to be able to call Gator Baseball and travel. Uh, I will tell one quick story to end the hour. We're at Vanderbilt. And back then, you played a doubleheader uh, and then a single game. It was Saturday, Sunday. And it was March in Nashville. And the weather's, you know, dicey. Born on a Saturday, it was so nice. It was in the 60s, and there was no press box. We were outside on a table. Sunday, it is just nasty. It's drizzling. It's in the 40s. And I'm out there shivering. Shivering. Roy Kramer came over and gave me a Vanderbilt football poncho to wear during the broadcast. I, and I owned that for a lot of years. It was just as a souvenir. He was so kind because I was literally going three balls or two strikes. Was that, was that cold? And I didn't bring, because the weather was supposed to be nice. I brought, you know, nice weather stuff instead of cold weather stuff. And anyway, a lot more stories I could share. That's our first hour. Our thanks to Mark Dukes from Ole Miss talking about their basketball team, which comes to town tomorrow. A slew of interviews coming up in the 1 o'clock hour. Hopefully you will stay with us and be part of Sports Scene for this Tuesday. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. 
everybody knows that Melden Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. But since they opened their doors in 1971, they have been the community partner of Gainesville, Ocala, and North Central Florida. Melden Law is there through all kinds of weather, with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Melden Law, we won't back down. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. Many great wines now come in boxes, which produce half the overall emissions that bottles do. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? It's Valentine's Day and Floral Expressions Florist has everything you need to find the special gifts they'll love. Choose from roses, mixed bouquets or plants, balloons and chocolates, plus beautiful gift baskets, scented candles and adorable plush animals. Floral Expressions delivers too. It's so easy. Order now. Visit FloralExpressionsFlorist.com or call 352-375-1234. That's 375-1234. Floral Expressions Florist in Gainesville. If you're looking for the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, look no further than Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Steve Russell here. I've been a customer of Southeast Car Agency for a long time. All the vehicles I've purchased have been great. They'll do the same for you. Go online, secars.com. You can check out the vehicles they have in stock. You can go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue. The Cousins families run this business for 40-plus successful years. That's Southeast Car Agency. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Tuesday. Sean is producing the broadcast today. We thank you for making time out of your busy day to join us. A lot of interviews coming up this hour to help promote high school hoops because lots of teams in our area are still alive and playing in the postseason. Our first conversation, I hope, is going to be with Hawthorne's girls basketball coach, Cornelius Ingram, and we will move on from there. Don't forget, tomorrow, Shane Matthews here uh, talking about his stint with the XFL. Uh, Coach McMillan, Charleston Southern Baseball, will be here. And uh, David Connor, Gator football player, will join us among the, uh, the people we will have on the program. And then uh, later in the week, we'll obviously get your thoughts on what's happening with Gator basketball and we'll get you set for Gator softball and baseball. Both teams are home this weekend. All right, let's bring CI in here. Uh, Class 1A regional final, Newberry and Hawthorne. That sounds like a good matchup, CI. Yeah, it always is, man. It's uh, been a good robbery. We've been playing them over the last uh, few years that I've been coaching, and uh, it's been, been really good games. Let's go back to your previous game. For those who don't know, you know, tell folks what happened and how you thought you how you thought you played in it. Um, we played well, um, especially in the second half. Uh, we, we 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 played Madison County. They were really good. Uh, had a tall, athletic guard. He can he can do everything for for their team. Um, I felt like we left a lot on the floor in the first half, so we went through some adversity. 
you know, we had some easy chip shots that, that we should have made. Um, and that's what the game is all about. You have to play four quarters. So once we got at, got into halftime, we made some adjustments. And to be honest, Steve, uh, most of it was just finishing. And we felt like if, if we would finish some of those layups we had, some of those free throws we had early on in the in the first half, um, we would have been okay. But, you know, it doesn't always go that way. So so my girls went through some adversity. Uh, we fought back, and um, we ended up pulling away late during the game. I know from a coach's standpoint, sometimes you don't want to see that, but can't that nah. pay dividends too, CI? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, our confidence never wavered. Uh, myself, my, my assistant coach, uh, we were pretty cool at halftime. You know, normally I'm, I'm 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 screaming and yelling all the time, but I was I was pretty cool because I felt like we were shooting ourselves in the foot, and um, I knew you know once we start started finishing that um, the game would open up more, and it, and it did. We we were on point with with, with a lot of other things, but we just didn't finish. So uh, finishing was was the key message at halftime, and we were able to do it in the second half, um, and that's why we had the outcome that we did. Tell me about Newberry. Uh, really good team. They're actually pretty young. Um, they have a great record. They, they've they been playing some outstanding basketball all year. And, you know, you can tell they, they, they have the chemistry down. Uh, there's two really good athletic guards uh, who can make plays anywhere on the floor. Um, they're good defensively. Um, hopefully our home crowd, you know, pays dividends for us. To, to get to getting the victory, um, but but I love where, where where my team is right now. I think the last time we interviewed, you know, I, I, I stress, you know, how how we've missed a lot of games due to you know us making this long playoff football run, mm-hmm. and the girls are kind of just waiting to get the season going. Um, right now, we're probably maybe seven and zero finishing the season up until now. Um, I think our chemistry is there. Shooting the ball um, pretty, pretty well right now, um, and then we were just playing solid as a team all around, and um, it's perfect timing for us to gel. And I think we've been able to do that the last seven games, um, and I, I love where my ball club is. So it'll be a good one here in Hawthorne. Um, she'll be a great crowd. So my girls will definitely be ready to go. You know, I, I had Greg on the other day, and we spoke CI about. You know, the tradition of basketball there. I mean, going back, you know, to Coach Woods, you know, I remember yep. him, right? That was yep. A long time ago, and that's the tradition there. Do the girls understand that too? Yes, they they do, Steve, especially, especially now. Um, what we've been able to do over the last four or five years with, with our girls' basketball program, um, the older girls, you know, they're basically setting the tone for, for the younger generation. Um, I have a, a a group of middle school girls who doesn't get it just yet, but they'll be special. They will be special by the time they graduate from here because you can see the athleticism. Um, you, you you can see some of the playmaking ability from from a lot of these young players. And now when you have the opportunity to put your hands on them and get them during the summer, and and then they also see what the older girls are doing uh, tradition wise. Uh, year in and year out, they want to be a part of it. So um, they'll have time to grow and mature. Uh, but but I know for a fact, um, girls basketball 
Um, it's up there with, with our football program now. It's up there with, with our basketball program who's been carrying us for years and years. Last question for you. I, I think it's pretty remarkable that because you've made the football run you have made, you've mm-hmm. sacrificed a little bit, both on the mm-hmm. boys' and girls' end, in playing mm-hmm. regular season games. So, you know, sometimes you, if you don't have that happen, you have a long, you play more games, you have a longer time to sort of, you know, see what you got. But you've done that, you've done this despite that. That, ha- that really hasn't hurt you very much, has it? No, it, it, it hasn't at all. Um, to, to be honest, I, I will say this. It's just a mindset as, as a Hornet, a Hawthornian. Um, you know, re- regardless of what happened, we, we kind of roll with the punches. We don't make any excuses. There, there's no way I would leave off the football field and want someone to feel sorry um, for, for, for myself going into girls' basketball. This is what I signed up for. This is my job. So once I get out there, um, we're hitting the ground running. And, and the standard is set, and the girls know it. So there's no excuses, and, and not only for them, but myself as well, my, my, my coaching staff. Uh, but but we always feel good. We always feel good that we can catch up. We always feel good we can catch up. And we know it takes time. It'll take certain games, and we schedule a certain way um, to, to, to be prepared for the playoffs. So um, once we start going, uh, we really believe in what we can do as a coaching staff and as a team. And uh, I think that's why we've had a lot of success over the years. Well, so best success continues tonight. Class 1A regional final at Hawthorne. They will host another good team in Newberry. Thanks for your time, big boy. Appreciate you. All right. Thanks for having me. You got a CI. Thank you. Cornelius Ingram joining us here. Uh, class dude and a really good guy, too, joining us here on Sports Scene. All right. Uh, we'll open the phone lines for a little bit, 392-8255. And you can email uh, Russell at WRUF.com. We'll have uh, one more segment where you can email or call in, and then we'll have interviews to round out uh, the show here today. By the way, uh, as Gator Gymnastics continues to roll along here, Trinity Thomas, the SEC Gymnast of the Week, Kayla DiCello, the SEC Freshman of the Week. They have been phenomenal as a team here uh, to start uh, the season for Gator Gymnastics. And, you know, it's sad in a way to say this, but I think it's really hard when you're a coach. I think you really earn your money. And I think Jenny Rowland does, right? Look how close Florida has been to winning a national championship, right? And you know this team is just chomping at the bit to get back there. But she has kept them focused, meet to meet, getting better, and that's hard to do. It's hard not to look ahead. They know their talent. They know how good they are, and yet they go about it meet to meet. I think that says a lot about the coach and about the kids and about their attitudes. It's really, really fun to see. Uh, let's see here. George. Steve, I've never emailed your show. I'm trying to help you out. 
because you're having a slow day today. No kidding. He said, I'll talk to you about basketball. He said, biggest surprise in the SEC. Biggest disappointment in the SEC. Who would you say? Ooh. Hmm. Um, it's not their fault, but the biggest disappointment would be Arkansas because I think they were going to be pretty good, but injuries derailed them. And I thought they were going to be, you know, top 10 material. So I would say them, but it's not their fault. Um, biggest surprise, Mississippi State. I mean, today they're in the NCAA basketball tournament. They're in, according to Lenardi. That I don't think anybody thought that. So they'd be my biggest surprise at the plus end of things. Coming up on 114, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Zach Weiss. Men's and women's swimming and diving will be competing all day today through Saturday in the SEC championships located in College Station. In other Gator sports, Gator softball is back in action today as they'll be traveling to Jacksonville to take on the Jacksonville Dolphins on the road at 6. Catch coverage of that game right here starting at 545. Tomorrow, Gator men's basketball will host Ole Miss at 6.30 as they'll look to bounce back from a loss to Vanderbilt and break what has now become a three-game losing streak. At the high school level, a couple of girls' basketball regional matchups are tonight, including Trenton vs. Wildwood and Gainesville vs. Lando Lakes. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Zach Weiss. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Beloved former basketball coach and educator Satch Sullinger knows you got to keep moving to stay healthy. But that's not so easy when your aching joints won't cooperate. We still want to move and we still want to get around and we still want to be active, but we start to deteriorate the moment we quit moving. QC Kinetics regenerative treatments help restore movement in stiff, aching knees, hips, shoulders, and back using only your natural healing properties to help restore damaged joints. That's a huge positive for Satch. It's working, and what I really like about it is there's nothing foreign put in my body. Everything that was put in my body has been taken from my body. I love it. I love it. I, like I said, I want to live until the day I die. Get rid of the pain and start moving again. Call QC Kinetics today for your complimentary consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Here's a Valentine's reminder from International Diamond Center. It's not just the thought that counts, it's the effort too. So let IDC turn your Valentine's Day gift into a grand romantic gesture with our ultimate Valentine's Day package. Right now, when you spend $99 or more on jewelry at IDC, we'll give you some gorgeous long stem roses, a box of delicious chocolates, and a gift card towards dinner at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. It's just one stop at IDC, and you create a total romantic experience. You simply choose which ring, pair of 
earrings or bracelet or sparkling pendant best matches your special someone, and we take care of the rest. And as always, we guarantee the best value price with no commission salespeople. The ultimate Valentine's Day package. Jewelry, flowers, dinner, and candy from IDC. And it's yours just for spending $99 or more on some nice jewelry she'll love. Sure does make it look like she's worth the extra effort, and that's the thought that really counts. Hurry in now because packages are limited. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Directions and more at shopidc.com. Finding security is a tricky thing. It's one part minimizing risk in all facets of life, and one part that fluffy blankie you had when you were three. And since Radiant Credit Union can't get into Grandma's attic to find Mr. Snuggles, we can help secure your financial future with our adjustable rate certificates. Let us secure your savings with rates starting at 4.93% APY for 12 months. Visit RadiantCU.org forward slash secure. 12-month certificate requires $1,000 minimum balance to open account, $10,000 balance to earn APY. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Welcome back to Sports Scene. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. D joins us. What's up, D? What's up, Steve? Uh, give you a call about basketball, man. Um, you know, you asked earlier, <laughs> have fans given up on the season? Uh, you know, Steve, I'll never give up on the season because, uh, well, at least not watching. I'll still keep watching. But, you know, if I had to put a percentage on the Gators going to the tournament, I'd probably put – you know, 10% because I just looked at the rest of the schedule, Steve. I mean, they basically have to win out. They can't go 5-1, and 4-2. They, they have to win out and probably win a couple games in the SEC tournament. And I just don't, I just don't see that happening with, uh, with, with, with the inconsistency that we've seen with this team. So, uh, you know, that's just, that's just calling it the way it is, man. That's not being pessimistic. That's just looking at this team over, what, you know, 26 games now. And it's, it is what it is. Yeah, you know what's interesting, too? Mississippi State is in the tournament today, according to Lenardi. Florida beat them uh, at Starkville, right? Beat Tennessee. So they've got, you know, a couple of nice wins. But if you look at the schedule, and I did this today. It's funny you brought this up. If I said to you, let's see, you got Ole Miss, Arkansas, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Georgia, LSU, there's only one game there that I don't think Florida's going to win. LSU. No, I mean, they'll beat LSU. Right. Um, I think they'll beat Ole Miss Wednesday. And then can they beat Vanderbilt in Nashville? Yes, I think they can. Can they beat Georgia in Athens? Yes, I think they can. And I think they can beat Kentucky here. I'm an optimist. Okay? If they somehow can win games that I think they can win. And if you lose at Arkansas, okay, then you end the year 5-1. and one. I think it's 18 wins. Don't they have 13 wins now, I think? Right. So 18 wins, and you go to the tournament, and you've got some quad oneers there you can put in your hip pocket. So I'm not as pessimistic. I get you. I think you said it the other day, D, and I totally agree. That seemed like a gut punch. 
that seemed like that's the one that let the air out of the proverbial balloon. But you got to regroup and play. And I and I do think the schedule is winnable, but it's also losable. That's just where yep. this team is. Yep. I want to talk a little college basketball just around the nation, Steve. Okay. Um, you know, it's uh, you know Alabama, man. If they, I know they got Tennessee, and I got to tell you, Steve. Uh, if you listen to radio in Knoxville, uh, t- uh, Rick Barnes is starting to get the Mike White treatment yep. uh, that we gave him. I mean, if they get run out of the gym uh, Wednesday, I think Tennessee's going to give them a game. But if Alabama runs them out of the gym, uh, you know, Barnes, he's going to get hot real fast, man, because you just with the, they were just number two two weeks ago. And now if they lose, they will be on a four-game winning streak, a four-game losing streak, shall I say. And I think if Alabama beats Tennessee, Steve, I think Alabama's going – undefeated in the regular season in the SEC, man. I just I just don't see anybody uh, beating them in the conference. That A&M game at the last game is kind of tricky, but everything else, man, is uh, they, they, they're just too good, man, just way too good. Yeah, I mean, and again, we saw they had that anomaly when they played Oklahoma. Who's, you know, go, go figure that. But Tennessee's interesting to me because I think there is a lot of parallel to Mike White when it comes to Rick Barnes. I mean, they've been to the NCAA tournament more, but they haven't made a run. And they've, and they've been top 25 when they've gone, and they've made early exits. So I think he is going to be ultimately judged by what he does at this stage of his tenure in Knoxville by the NCAA tournament. They, they, can, they can lose now, but they get to the Sweet 16. I think all will be some We'll, we'll forgive him for that because they got to the Sweet 16, but there's a lot of pressure on him, I think. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, North Carolina, Steve, that's – I mean, all those guys came back, man, and, uh, you know, it's – but the one guy they, they didn't come back, obviously graduated, and I talked about this yesterday, Steve, the uh, stretch five was Manic. He he opened up a lot of uh, lanes for Love and, you know, Black and all these other guys, Baycock, and he's – they were brutal last night against Miami. I think they shot what uh, two for fifteen, two for sixteen from the three point stripe. So they're missing his uh, three point shooting. And it's funny, Steve. Miami. I hate to give him credit, but you know, the success he has he's had against North Carolina and Duke is just startling, man. He's he's won four of his last five at Chapel Hill, man. It's it's crazy, but you know, he's got a good veteran squad, and uh, I think they could make you know a lot of noise like they did last year in the tournament. I do too. I think they have the the requisite pieces to do that. Now, you know, who do you go up against, you know, all that. But yeah, I think they they are they have the ingredients of making a good tournament run based on their roster. I, I totally agree with you. Yep. Always good to chat with you, Steve. Same here, D. Thank you. It's been Greg and hi Greg. Hey, Steve. Yeah, with the basketball team, I'm rooting for them. Just real quick, I want to call about expansion, but I'm rooting for them. I'm hoping they can win tomorrow night. Um, but I do agree that this team is just kind of just I don't, I don't even know what it is. I mean, Michael Jordan once said something about, you know, talent wins games, but intelligence and teamwork wins championships. And I just don't see a lot of, you know, teamwork and, and intelligence on this team. But I'm not going to dig at my, my homegrown Gators here. Well, I want to talk to you about his expansion, Steve, real quick. We used to talk about it on your show before even uh, Missouri and some of those other schools were added. And now with the addition of, what is it, Texas and Oklahoma, 
all I can see, if I mean, they're not going to. One question for you, and I'll stay on air listening. Do you think they'll ban? They'll get rid of the SEC championship game with football when they, after the addition of Oklahoma and Texas? Uh, possibly, but I would lean towards no, because the thing that they're going to have to figure out now, and obviously sooner than later, is going to be what are they doing formatically? What right. are they going to do? Right. That's what I was going to tell you. This is what I think they should do. Gator fans are going to freak, and I get it. Put Alabama and Auburn in the east, and then just go ahead and put Oklahoma and Texas in the west. You're talking 15 teams, aside from Florida. So you got 15 other teams. Obviously, you can't play that in one season. I just don't understand how they're going to come up with a true champion. Now, I, I, I know the, the cream rises to the top like Georgia this past year, and God, I want to gag saying that. But we, we can always see it, well, like you always say, and I agree with you, the eyeball test. But I just can't see how they're going to have a true champion out of the SEC without an SEC championship. And then therein lies, like you just said, the format problem. I don't see how they could do it fairly without putting Alabama and Auburn in the east and then just going ahead, go ahead and just put Texas and Oklahoma in the west. I just don't see how they're going to have a true champion with just win-losses when there's going to be teams you didn't even play and. I just wondered what your thoughts were. I'll listen off air and go Gators. Okay, Greg, thank you. It all depends on, the, the again, the formatic of what the SEC decides to do. And once again, are you going strictly geography? What are you doing? So I do think Sankey, the, the commissioner, is loving the fact that they're going to leave early. And, you know, think about this. Arkansas used to play Texas in the Big Eight. That now gets rekindled, right? Will they, see, that's the thing. Will they be in the same division now, right? Oklahoma, Missouri played a lot. Do you put them? And, you know, if you want to go back old school, that was Big Eight, right? So what do you do? Well, A, how often they'll play each other. B, how many conference opponents you face. That's, you know. uh, And now, because of the college football playoff format, expansion, I think they waited on that. I do not think there's going to be any more expansion, at least now, in the SEC. And the commissioner has basically, I mean, he hasn't rubber-stamped it, but he wants a single-division model. So if you have a championship game, it's the top two teams that play. We'll see if that transpires. 127, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I would say that not only because they're absolutely the best, that they do pay attention and listen to each different patient and what their needs are, what their fears are, how they can help them through the the different processes that you need to go through to have healthy teeth. And that's what's really important to me. It's the difference between night and day, just having the absolute best and know that that's what I have and um, I'm healthy 
And I know that that's what I'm going to be for the rest of my life because this is my team for the rest of my life. It's terrific. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. It's Valentine's Day, and Floral Expressions Florist has everything you need to find the special gifts they'll love. Choose from roses, mixed bouquets or plants, balloons and chocolates, plus beautiful gift baskets, scented candles, and adorable plush animals. Floral Expressions delivers, too. It's so easy. Order now. Visit FloralExpressionsFlorist.com or call 352-375-1234. That's 375-1234. Floral Expressions Florist in Gainesville. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-932-8603 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-932-8603. That's 800-932-8603. What do you have to lose? Call 800-932-8603. Again, 800-932-8603. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Today, high pressure will build nearby. That means sunny skies and mild high temperatures climbing into the mid-70s. We'll start out mostly clear early tonight, then patchy fog tomorrow morning. Milder lows tomorrow in the lower 50s. Tomorrow and Thursday, turning even warmer, highs near 80. By Friday, another front should approach, and that'll give us a chance for storms. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. If you're going to have a Hall of Fame, like not everybody is like that first ballot Hall of Famer or they belong in the penthouse. But you have the other guys who you might have questions. It took them a while to get in. You know, can you do a ground floor, first floor, second floor, third floor penthouse? Something like that. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. By the way, we told you earlier that Todd Munkin has left Georgia as their offensive coordinator to go to the Baltimore Ravens. The Bulldogs made a fast move. Mike Bobo, former Georgia player, has been elevated to be the new offensive coordinator for the Dogs. Right now, though, we're going to talk hoops because uh, in boys' hoops, it'll be Madison County uh, and Newberry. Damian Hughes, Newberry's coach, now joins us. Damian, good to have you. Thanks for doing this. 
Hey, thanks for having me, Mr. Russell. Uh, I'm ready and excited. Oh, good. Steve, by the way, Mr. is okay. Steve's good, but I, but thank you for that. Um, let's go back to your last game, Damian. L- look back on that. You looked at the tape. What would you see from your team? I mean, you know, we by looking at the tape, you know, we, we kind of gave up some things. Um, you know, we didn't play Newberry brand of basketball. Um, I really, you know, felt like, you know, our, our team was kind of shocked. You know what I mean? It was a district championship. You know, we've never been in, in, in that situation before. Um, you know, and we let some things get by that we normally don't do in a in a game like that. So, I, and, and I think this time, you know, this time around, we're ready. You mentioned about being shocked. You know, you can you can tell them all you want, but until you've been through that, sometimes they just have to go and, and experience that for themselves. Sometimes, right? Correct. And you know what? You know what I like about it. You know, and you know, let, let me first by saying this. I, I thank our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for giving us another opportunity to play this team again. And I've always told my players this. It is hard to beat a team twice. You know, so now we know what they are, who they are, and how they play. Now we just got to play the game. Tell me about Madison County. You know, well, actually, Steve, uh, we're actually playing Hawthorne. Hawthorne, I'm sorry. Yeah, I beg your pardon. Yep. That's okay, yeah. Our boards are playing uh, Madison County. Yep. So tell me about... So Hawthorne's team, yeah. So I can I can kind of give yeah I can give you a little bit about Hawthorne. I mean, you know, they're they're a, a, a very well coached team. Um, you know, they've been in this position for a numerous of times. Um, you know, so and also you know playing at at their stadium that that may be a little tough for us, but I think I said you know what we are ready for that challenge. I think it's really wonderful at the level that you guys are, where look you play a team like them and you play them almost every year. But the rivalry seems to be really clean. There's no, you know, nasty stuff. There's a lot of respect between the schools. Is that a is that a fair statement to make? I would say absolutely yes, because I remember the last time we was on, you know, and, and we talked about the kids, and you know, and, and nowadays you have social media. A lot of these girls play AAU together. You know, a lot of them know each other. So I don't think it's that much bad, bad, bad blood. I mean, there may be some that's kind of hidden, but not nothing really uh, vicious or, or or trying to be. You know, be something that we're not. You know, Trenton and Wildwood are going to be playing too, and I I think the basketball at your level is pretty darn good. You you play some of these teams. How would you rate the basketball at, at your level and the, the the type of competition you're playing? I mean, I I think the you know our basketball is is, is phenomenal because you, here's the thing you know, and I always say that this you know you never know about a team until you play a team. So a lot of these girls are, are playing basketball year round, and they're always getting them, you know, shopping their skills. So that's why I think our brand of basketball, you know, being one A, is very so competitive right now. You mentioned, uh, you know, the, the shell shock part of this. What's your team like? If if I said to you, Damian, give me a, an adjective to describe your team. What would you use? You know, uh, great shooters or great kid? How would you describe your team? Uh, ready, I would say that you know that we're ready, and you know what, we are well rounded, and we have a lot of leadership on this team. You know what I mean? Because during that first game, like I said, you know we you know we were shocked in the first half, and the second half we came out and started playing Newberry basketball. So, but and that comes with leadership. You know what I mean? And playing together for a few years. So I and, and I think our leadership kind of kind of kicked in, but we kind of kicked in a little bit too late. But as I said, you know, this second time around, we're ready. I'm going to end with this. Um, you said a couple times now, Newberry brand of basketball. 
Damian, what is that in your mind? What is the Newberry brand of basketball? Newberry brand of basketball is playing great defense, playing together, playing, I mean, communicating and making your shots when you need to and playing for each other. That's Newberry brand of basketball. Well, it's going to be Newberry and Hawthorne. I misspoke, and I'm glad you corrected me because I looked at my sheet of paper and I read the wrong thing. So it's going to be that's okay. <laughs> it's going to be Newberry and Hawthorne, Class One A, uh, and of course Trenton and, and Wild will also be playing. I wish you luck, and uh, it should be a terrific basketball game, Damian. Thank you for your time. Hey, thank you. Go Panthers! All right, thanks, Coach Damian Hughes, joining us here uh, as his girls' basketball team gets set to take on Cornelius Ingram's team uh, in Hawthorne. Uh, all right, uh, we have a little bit of time here, 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Uh, we will end the day today uh, by talking to two more coaches uh, that have their teams in uh, the state playoffs. We're going to talk with... Uh, Boderick Johnson, boys coach at P.K. Young, and then Glenn Banks. Interesting with Coach Banks, Santa Fe uh, lost in their district final, and yet they're the number one seed in the regional. That's how strong a year uh, they had. So they'll be here with us uh, shortly to round it out here. Um, All right. B.B. says, I'm handing you a hot potato. I'll read the email, but I'm not going to comment. CBS News reports the book Roberto Clemente, part of the Pittsburgh Pirates, was pulled from school shelves in Duval County because it contained passages related to racism he faced here in the United States. Um, Any similar stories of athletes' struggles against racism, such as Jackie Robinson's triumphant struggle, would obviously be next, with teachers facing felony charges that they relate those stories. I'll just say this. I was a history minor in college. I love history. And history is uplifting and history is appalling at times. But it's what makes us. History is what shapes us. And, you know, the old saying, if you don't learn from the lessons of history, you're doomed to perish by them or something to that effect. But when I did Colin Kaepernick a while back, when that was happening, when I did some other things, many of you didn't like it because you don't like mixing politics with sports. I get it. I get it. Would you rather talk about, you know, is Colin Castle going to get 20 as opposed to, you know, why was the Super Bowl the way it was? Or why they sing the so-called Black National Anthem? Of the I mean, those are things other shows can tackle. But I'll say this and leave it. In the case of Roberto Clemente, he went through that. Is anybody going to tell me I don't care what political persuasion you are, that Jackie Robinson didn't go through struggles. So you can't put your head in the sand when it comes to that. But once again, I'll let you know other people uh, talk about that in other places. 
Andrew says, should we bring back Charlie Strong? Has he passed his prime? No, I don't think he's passed his prime. I don't know, and I haven't talked to him since this. I plan on doing it soon. Charlie's old school, and I think he finds it harder to coach now in the world of transfer portal and you know things like that. Um, but I think he. I mean, I'm I'm biased because I think Charlie's a terrific coach and even better human being. But I think it just depends on what he wants to do uh, at this point in his career. Uh, Randy emails. <laughs> he says. Um, Steve, if football and basketball struggle again next year, i.e., football wins seven or eight games, basketball doesn't make the NCAA tournament, that'll make quite a run here where football and basketball haven't been very relevant. Does that make the hole harder to climb out of? Hmm. Interesting question. Um, no, no, you, all you have is what's in front of you. You can't look back, right? If, if Billy Napier is six and seven in his first year and he wins 10 games next year, no one will care that he finished six and seven. Does anybody in Alabama care that Nick Saban won six or seven games in his first year. Does anybody care? No. Now, I can tell you, because I was there, they did then. They questioned his hire. They questioned if he was the right guy. You know, blah, blah, blah. Only time will make that happen. We'll know soon enough. 142, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Hunter Murphy. Coming off a loss to Vanderbilt on Saturday, the Florida Gator men's basketball team will host the Ole Miss Rebels tomorrow. Ole Miss comes in with a conference record of only 2-10 as the Gators sit with a conference record of 6-6. Tip-off is at 6.30 p.m. Florida Gator softball travels to take on Jacksonville University tonight. The Gators are coming in undefeated on the season after dominating their first three games. Jacksonville will hope to score an upset and improve upon their 3-1 record. Catch coverage here at 545. The Orlando Magic will travel to face off against the Toronto Raptors tonight. Both teams will look to build upon their most recent wins and begin a win streak before the All-Star break. Game time is at 730. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Hunter Murphy. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Mike Lester, as the founder of Talon Wealth, you are a fee-only fiduciary financial advisor, and you always have a glass-half-full perspective. But the economic news is discouraging a lot of us. Certainly, I think it's going to be tough. We're going to have a retraction in the economy. That's natural. Things aren't always good. They aren't always bad. But there are far too many advisors telling people to hang in there. There are far too many advisors using scare tactics Mm -hmm. to sell things that, in my opinion, I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity. Hmm. If they took the time to show you all of your other investment options, I don't think you would choose an annuity. 
do a deep dive on your investments and what's likely to happen, you'll be more confident moving forward. And that's what we do in our comprehensive financial plan. And Talon is happy to do that complimentary. 352-751-3200. 352-751-3200. Or guardingyournestag.com. Talon Private Wealth LLC. Investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss, and there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Or a license number D056341. The springtime weather couldn't have come at a better time because now's the time for the Polaris of Gainesville inventory clearance sale where you can save hundreds, even thousands on tracker boats and Polaris off-road vehicles. Enjoy the great outdoors with family and friends in the beautiful springtime air. For bass fishermen, they're biting now and those bass just love being hooked by tracker brand boaters. At Polaris of Gainesville, the 2023s are here and the 2022s must go now. Take advantage of interest rates as low as 4.99% and rebates up to $6,000. Plus, get $500 trading credit with select Polaris models and payments under $99 per month on youth models. Now is the time. Polaris of Gainesville is the place for the inventory clearance sale. U.S. 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Online at PolarisofGainesville.com. Rebates and incentives on specific models. See Polaris of Gainesville for details. Interest rates are determined by lender with approved credit. Florida law requires you to remain at the scene of a crash and to call for help. Leaving the scene is a felony offense that includes losing your license and possible jail time. After a crash, stay at the scene, call for assistance, and wait for first responders to arrive. If you have information on a hit-and-run crash, report it by calling Star FHP or anonymously to Crime Stoppers at Star Star 8477. A message from the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. This is Mark Wise with ESPN. And this is Steve Russell. And this is who? There it is. Is anyone up for a game of basketball? Listen live every Monday morning at 11 a.m. as we talk hoops, the Gators, the SEC, and the top games in all of college basketball. Focus on the fundamentals. We've gone over time and time again. You can also listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Facebook, and WRUF.com. Or listen at any time by finding Hoop There It Is on your favorite podcast platform. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Welcome back to Sports Scene as we wrap up the day today. Uh, lots of high school basketball we've been telling you about uh, in postseason play. Boys Hoops Santa Fe in the regional quarterfinals in Class 4A will take on Palm Bay, if I'm correct, and Coach Glenn Banks of Santa Fe is going to tell me about that. Glenn, have, good to have you here. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for doing this. Um, well, Coach, even though you lost in the district final, you're, you're still at the top seed here. I think it says a lot about the regular season and the season you've had. Uh, yeah, we had an amazing regular season. Um, uh, we won about 19 in a row. We beat some good teams, uh, and they rewarded us for that. Uh, what didn't go right for you last time out? Uh, last time out, 
we we really played a big game until down the stretch we didn't do the little things that you needed to do to win championship basketball. Um, the playoffs and the regular seasons are, are different, and you can't get away with uh, not following the game plan or not following through on things that you're supposed to do. Well, I think good teams learn that lesson. You've got a good team. Do you think they'll learn that lesson? Um, we've been locked in since <laughs> that game. So some people say, oh, you lost the championship, but we I hate to say we needed it, but we needed it because it was a wake-up call. Yeah, sometimes you do. Tell me about Palm Bay. Uh, Palm Bay is an athletic team. They're long. They got they kind of got two little guards, uh, kind of like uh, we have. Uh, they like to push the ball. They play full court, man to man. But we match up with them well. It should be a good game. You know, Glenn. Sometimes when you coach, you can even though your team wins, you can kind of see warning signs like, eh, they're not doing a little thing here or. You know, they're not maybe concentrating the way they should. Could you see that before the last loss, or was it just this one game in particular? Oh, no. It happened the game before that versus Eastside. We struggled. I mean, we won by 30, but it was a struggle. The game was close. And in practice leading up to that, we, it, it just felt off and we wasn't locked in, and we were preaching that message. Matter of fact, I preached that message before the game. Um, hey, we got to be locked in at all times. We can't turn it on or turn it off. Uh, if if I said to you, what's the calling card of your team, what would you say? It has to be defense. It has to be our defense. We're so small, we have to play quick and fast and defense. With a smaller team, do you? I'm interested, do you press a lot? What do you do defensively because uh, you have a smaller team? We, we play full court man-to-man and we run and jump. Uh, we we pride ourselves being in better condition than most teams, so we can play at that speed. And by the fourth quarter, we try to weigh you weigh you down. Last thing, if if you win this game and advance in the quarterfinals, what's got to go right for you, Glenn? Uh, we have to be good on defense, and we have to execute down the stretch. One last thing: a lot of coaches say what you just say, not wrongly that you got to, you know, play defense, rebound, all of that. Have you been pretty consistent in putting the ball in the basket? We, I mean, we lost the championship game. We scored 69 points. There you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, if we get stops, we win. They scored 71. So we consistently score. Um, Don Terrell Jenkins scored 43 points in the game. He was 14 or 18 from the field. We could put the ball in the hole. We got to stop people to win. I'm glad you mentioned him because he had such an outstanding game. When you get a guy that's hot like that, do you, as a coach, call plays for him, feed him? How does that work for you? Um, He looks at me. I nod. (laughs) I say, just go to work. (laughs) Go to work. I love it. Yeah, there's nothing to call. I mean, he was hitting everything. Just go to work. That's great. I'm not going to ask anything else, Glenn. I couldn't ask another question after that, after that great answer. Uh, don't forget, and you're home, right, for this, or are you? No, nope, you're we're, away. We're okay. Away. If if we can get this one, every game that from there on will be at home. Okay, it'll be Class Four A Regional Quarterfinal Santa Fe visiting Palm Bay. I wish you luck. Hope to get you back, Coach. Thanks for your time. Uh, all right, thanks for having you me. You got it, Glenn. Thank you. Uh, yeah, what a great answer. He looked at me. I looked at him. Go get it. Yeah, that's I love it. Uh, okay, we're also. By the way, I just want to say, um, 
there's so many games here. It's hard to keep track of them. Uh, I'm going to count them up here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. There's 13 games that are involving, you know, area schools. Gainesville, Ocala, you know, Trenton. Uh, and that says a lot uh, about the basketball that's being played. Well, Class 3A, uh, regional quarterfinal, P.K. Young, head coach Botterick Thompson, or Johnson will end our show today because they've got Florida State University High School. That's a lot. Um, coach, let's go back to your last game. Botterick, tell me how you played, how you thought your team performed. Uh, our last game in regards to our latest opponent, talking about interlocking or our yeah. first time playing Florida. Well, yeah. the game against interlocking was um, a pretty solid game. Um, it was pretty much what we expected. The interlocking was a very competitive team. Uh, however, we felt as though we had more depth um, across the, uh, you know, across our talent, and that was able to help us prevail there, especially in the third quarter when we made a great defensive push. And that kind of got us over the hump, and our guys are playing with a lot of confidence at this time of the year. I'm just going to ask you, I think you were going to say, you've played Florida State University High School before this year? Yeah, we played them um, our third game of the season, which was uh, back in December. Can you take much from that? I mean, I'm sure your team has changed, you know, their team has changed. Can you glean a lot from that? Uh, we, what we take away from that game is this, that, you know, we know they're still a pretty good team. Well, they're more than a good team. They're a pretty great team. Uh, they were the number two team in our region, uh, ranked top ranked in the top ten in the state overall. Uh, Coach Ward has them playing at a high level as well. But what we do take from that game is the mistakes that we've made and that we've improved in throughout this season. And we've been preparing and practices for the last couple of days to correct those things and give, our chance, give ourselves a chance to be successful. And I think we're going to be able to do some things differently uh, against them as well. Uh, so we're looking forward to the challenge. Um, you know, our region is is definitely loaded. You know, they're the number three team. Uh, the next round would be the number two team, and then the next round would be the number one team. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's a gauntlet in front of us. But like I told the guys, we're just taking it one game at a time and concentrate on what's in front of us right now. Um, as you have coached this team throughout the year, Roderick, what's the M.O. of this team? Do you like their work ethic? What do you like about this group? Well, what I really like about this group is, like I said on more than one occasion, is the leadership. Uh, we have a, um, six seniors on the squad right now, and more importantly, they've been able to lead um, not just our younger players, but just to lead each other and hold each other accountable. And when you have a team full of leaders, um, it doesn't matter on any particular game or any given practices, you know, everybody's going to be held to a standard. And knowing that that being held to that standard not comes just from me as a coach, but comes from you as a peer, uh, that has more impact than anything. And they've been doing a great job of that. Um, so I'm really extremely, extremely proud of this group. Uh, last couple of things here. I just talked to Coach Banks from Santa Fe, and, and I said to him, you know, what do you hang your hat on as a team? And he said, defense. You know, we've got to play good defense. We can score the ball, but we have to be a good defensive team. I'll ask you the same question, Coach. What do you hang your hat on with this group? Um, you know, I, like I said, Coach Banks had stated earlier, you just reiterated, it is defense. You know, no matter matter in what particular sport that you play, if you can hold your opponents without scoring uh, much to very little, you're always going to give yourselves a chance to be in the game. 
Um, our opponent, Florida State um, High, is a high-scoring team. If I believe we can keep them in the mid-50s or lower, uh, we could be in great shape. Um, but like I said, you got to hang your, you know, your hat on that defensive commitment to that end. Uh, we got guys that are willing to, you know, sacrifice their bodies for chicken charges, you know, diving on the floor for 50-50 balls, and doing those things necessary to give the opportunity to limit the other teams, you know, best offensive chances. So I would definitely agree that defense is what we're hanging our hat on, especially at this time of the year. Last thing, you know, sometimes it, it's a grind. It's a long season, and you go through ups and downs. A team gets to the playoffs, they get sort of, even in practice, they sort of get a little extra pep in their step. Are you seeing that with your group? Oh, definitely, because at this time of the year, um, you know, they know it's one and done um, in the playoffs, uh, especially for our seniors. You know, I've reiterated to them, you know, how long and how far we go depends on, you know, how we you know, hold each other accountable and how we play. Um, but this time of the year right here is what it's all about because there's eight teams in your region vying for that same thing for that one spot. And so everybody's going to come and bring their best shot and their best effort um, on that night. So, you know, when the ball tosses up, it's a matter of those that are most focused, makes the least amount of mistakes, and be able to do things better than other team by one point at the end of the game. Class 3A regional quarterfinal. Uh, you're at home, Coach, right? Yes, that is correct. 7 okay. o'clock on Thursday. 7 o'clock Thursday, Florida State University High School and the Blue Wave of PK Young. Appreciate you, Botterick, and uh, wish you luck. Thank you for taking the time. Hey, thank you, Steve, as always. I appreciate you, my guy. Yep, same here, man. Thank you, Botterick Johnson. Good dude, and he's done a really good job over at PK Young High School. So that's uh, a lot of basketball and a lot of coaches. And I want to say to them uh, a big thank you. Uh, They are uh, very, very most. Uh, Sometimes we have trouble uh, contacting some coaches at some schools, but for the most part, Really, really appreciate them taking the time out of their days to uh, be with us here. Tomorrow on the show, the Gator QB, Shane Matthews, will be here uh, talking a little XFL. He's coaching uh, with the Orlando team. Coach McMillan uh, will talk about his baseball team that's coming here to face the Gators this weekend. And Gator football player David Connor also scheduled to be on the program with us tomorrow as well. Uh, and we hope that you will join us then as well. Thanks to Sean for producing today. And again, the numerous coaches here uh, from the high school ranks, Botterick Johnson, P.K. Young, Glenn Banks, Santa Fe, Cornelius Ingram, Hawthorne, Damian Hughes from Newberry, and then chance to talk some Ole Miss basketball with Mark Dukes, one of their radio analysts as that game takes, a, takes place, of course, here tomorrow. Don't forget, Gators softball here. They play Jacksonville tonight. You can hear it here at 545. They have their uh, home opener tomorrow. Jacksonville will return the favor. By the way, Florida 3-0. and JU is 3-1 and early on in the season. That's our show for today. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being part of it. We'll do it again tomorrow at noon. You're listening. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of this gorgeous Tuesday.
Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. In the South, it's always college football season, and the king of college football reigns supreme all year long. Southern Sports Today proudly presents the Chuck Oliver Show. It's an inside look at everything college football. Now live from Atlanta, Georgia, it's time to talk college football with the reigning king of college football, Chuck Oliver, on Southern Sports Today. Kirby Smart gets to hire a new offensive coordinator. It is Chuck Oliver Show on a Tuesday. And I don't know how much of a hurry he's in. I mean, they got spring practice coming up. But if you haven't seen the sh- uh, news from today, Baltimore Ravens have hired Georgia's Todd Munkin as their OC. That had been in play. He had interviewed for the same spot with the, uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And so now Baltimore has hired him. And he had a second interview in Tampa and then a second interview in Baltimore. I was told there might be a third interview with Tampa. And I don't know. I, I was like, there is no third interview. That's uh, We need to copy your driver's license and then go see the person down the hall at HR. That's the third interview. And so that's what it turned into with Baltimore. And there, this was an, an unusual situation in that, you know, if you have a program teetering on the edge of championships, you don't want to upset anything. Folks, if you've got a team that's already achieved that level, well, you got a little bit more in play. And that's because if you're the head coach of a program that's already gotten there, nobody ahead of you on the food chain. You can't fight the personal thing like my wife's from here or, you know, whatever. But that's where Kirby Smart is. And so when I say it's unusual in that Todd Munkin, it was very open. He's out there taking multiple interviews.